Is that annoying? Or what is more annoying? What is more annoying, guys? And we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Thursday, April 20th, 2023 A.D. And apologies to the people who are early... Listeners of the Hake Report podcast. I am on podcast. Uh, I uploaded the day before's show yesterday. The the, uh, audio file. Podbean wouldn't have let me do that, but I host my podcast via Substack. That's that's my distributor. And uh, I uploaded Tuesday's show for Wednesday. What a mess. But I fixed it. I replaced it, and it even updated on Spotify without me having to email the Spotify people. Shout out to Spotify, even though they sometimes censor my episodes. Indeed. Um, oh, I don't really have a, I don't really have a funny clip to play for you guys. Let me see if I have a funny clip to play for you guys. Um, yeah, let's play clip forty-one. This is Pramila Jayapal or whatever her name is. She's a demon rat. She's not even a normal white. What is she? What is she? India Indian? And, uh... What is... Is that white at all? (laughs) I don't know. Um, I guess the FBI would have classified her as white (laughs) back in the... Anyway. Uh, here's... You have it? Uh, here's her talking about the illegal aliens and and the immigrants. Dumb stuff. Reminds me of my debate yesterday. Listen to this mess. This country needs immigrants to survive. Immigrants pick the food we eat, rebuild our communities after climate disasters, help construct our infrastructure, power our small business economy, clean our homes, and look after the most precious in our families, our children and our elders. What an evil woman. What an evil woman. Get rid of them and get the blacks off welfare so that they can be the nannies again. Nice, right? Wouldn't that be better? Send them back. We don't need those immigrants. And also, by the way, uh, mothers are supposed to be looking after the babies. And then, uh, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, and then, of course, uh, father's supposed to be there and married. So we don't need my pick food. White people used to do that. And we can do it again. And blacks. You know, you heard, you heard, I don't know if you caught my modern day debate appearance. It looks like Kevin Howe did not. He couldn't help it. Sorry, Haker. No, no offense take, no problem. No need to apologize. But, uh, he's, uh, uh, Tony from California is like, oh, let's, you and me. Tony from California is black, right? He hates white people. He thinks he's superior. You and me, let's stand out in the sun for hours and see who who suffers more. Of course I'm going to suffer more. I'm not built for the sun. So Tony is, is proving that he was built for the fields. For the cotton fields. Yeah, you're superior for that. <laughs> uh, so he's saying that it was uh, the right idea. It made sense what we had going on, the system that we had going on in the South, the beautiful South back in the day, the good old days. It wasn't so uh, illogical, was it? Was it now? 
Mother Nature is racist, and nature's God. Racist, because uh, blacks can handle the sun, and they're built for taking more sun, and it's good for them to get more sun. Nowadays, they don't get much sun, and they are vitamin D deficient. So eat that, Tony. He's admitting that he's better for the fields. He's built for the, God made him for the fields. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I just thought that that was a nice side note. Um, but no, we have the immigrants doing it now. What a mess. Terrible Pramila Jayapal. I have other stuff that I'm going to cover, guys. I will talk about, uh, I don't know. I may talk, well, I'm going to talk a little bit about John Fetterman. I have these long, boring clips of him, like, reading and talking and halting and talking about food stamps and how important it is and asking leading questions. And this woman goes off on her canned response canned script response so lame so fake uh marjorie green spouted off at the mouth calling a man a liar who is a liar uh evil alejandro mallorcas not a christian i don't think uh and it's what he is but perhaps she was out of line for calling him a liar but he is a liar maybe she should have said that's a lie that's not the truth that's a lie. You should have said that. I don't know. But what a mess. Uh, l- women just can't control themselves. But she's right. She's accurate. I don't know. What a mess. And I have, there are Andrew Lester haters. Andrew D. Lester. I think, guess his middle name is Dan or Daniel. The white man, 84 years old, who shot the uh, black in what he thought was self-defense at the time, apparently. Perhaps. Or maybe he just saw that black skin and said, Oh, now is my excuse to shoot a black cat kid. I disavow. But that's what the imagination of the evil blacks projecting their hatred onto this white man, think, imagining in their evil imaginations that the white man is hateful for the, for the blacks when they're the ones who are hateful for the, for, towards the white. What a terrible thing. His ex-wife is spouting off and his grandson is spouting off being evil. And uh, maybe he himself was overly uh, paranoid. Quite possible. Uh, Don't be paranoid. Be wise. Be wise. Because paranoia and fear get you in trouble. Just look at James Fields. James Fields drove into that crowd, you know, and he uh, got himself life in prison. Hate crimes. They went into his Facebook posts and, and... imagined that he did this motivated based on hatred. Maybe it was a little hatred. Maybe it was a little, maybe it was a lot of fear. Antifa was definitely doing evil things to his car and to him or threatening him, assaulting him. It is assault, even without touching him. So it's not good for the, for the whites to have this fear. And, uh, you know, they say never relax around the blacks. I get that. I get the point. You don't want to be too loosey-goosey and assume that you're going to be fine, but you also don't want to be too jumpy because you're not going to get any grace from these evil people. You're not going to get fair treatment from the courts or anything. That's, anyway. Uh, All that and your calls. Some of you guys already on hold if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. Oh, it's the hate 
y'all doing? I am fine. JLP was asking, what shirt are you wearing? You wearing a shirt? You got that shirt in high school? Because it's a little small on me. Slightly small. Medium can be slightly too tight or slightly too loose or just right. But large is usually too loose. Small is like way too tight. Anyway, medium is usually just right, but not always. I got this from REI several years ago, not in high school. I'm more than several years out of high school, JLP. Uh, But it looks like uh, beautiful clouds, landscape maybe. It's a motif. It's uh, sort of abstract, but it's also cool looking. It's like a mustardy brown, brown, yellowish touch of green perhaps in in this uh, shirt. And uh, on the print, it's sort of a... Aqua, blue, green, uh, uh, and then light blue, and then orange and blue, royal blue or whatever. Nice. Cool. <laughs> who's, who's the person in the chat who, like, feels that it's a waste of time for Hake to be pointing out what people are wearing, what they look like? It helps the uh, podcast listeners make sure that I uploaded the correct audio file because I'm describing my clothing and then you see the item of my clothing in the uh, in the thumbnail for the particular day's podcast, hopefully, and you can be like, wait a minute, he's describing a different color shirt. And also I say the date and day of the week. He got that shirt from Ariana Grande, that 13-year-old girl who still looks like she's 13 and breaking the hearts of these... Dumb guys who commit suicide or overdose or want to commit suicide and uh, Pete Davidson and that white Jewish rapper guy who's saying who sang slash rapped about Donald his Donald Trump bleep. (laughs) Shout out to that guy. I liked his stuff. He was talented, man. Yeah, Mac Miller. Were you familiar with were you were you acquainted at all with him? Had you ever? Crossed paths? I hadn't, but uh, I was definitely a fan. Yeah. Uh, es- Esteban. Esteban uh, introduced me to him. Oh, nice. And to Joey Bad. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked at it bad. Uh, who wa- whom, of whom Barack and Michelle's older daughter was a fan. Yeah. Right? Because she true. wore that T-shirt. Yeah, his uh, his company. New era? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's a company, not a not or a label, or, or yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Nice. See those Obama ga- girls, gals, young ladies, and are you maybe using the term loosely? They have good taste. <laughs> Is that fair to say? I don't know. Uh, but it's Joey Bad was pretty good too, or no? Yeah. I mean, but they're li- silly Black Lives Matter supporters, New Age. But you cut them some slack because they're young. They're black. They can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Talented, though. Yeah, they are. And Mac Miller was really the, uh, you know, very pioneer of the Jewish rapper. Oh, really? But, well, Beastie Boys paved the way, really. That's true. Yeah. Good point. But he's 
he's more like new style, which is pretty cool style. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, man. Yes, sir. You still active in that world at all? I am, yeah. I've nice. been getting um getting together some new stuff, so yeah, Lord willing, we'll uh we'll right get on, we'll man. get we'll get even more active soon, hopefully. This is Hassan. Yes. Yeah. How do people find you, by the way? Um your stuff. Out of curiosity. Has, just uh, everywhere, like um, Hassan Kafaf on um, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. K-H-A-F-F-A-F? Yeah. Nice. Or if you just want to type in Hassan. Two S's, not yeah. the one S. The one S is Hassan Piker, and he's the liberal. This is the Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you just want to type in Hassan Sex Dealers, which is a, which is a, a fan favorite, yeah. that will take you to everything. Nice. <laughs> sex Dealers is inspired by JLP's line. Sex Dealers is the women, and Sex Addicts is the males. Yeah. Yeah. And not, they're not women, they're females, because a woman is not a sex dealer, as God intended. Right? That's, that's true. Nice. Shout out to the women and the females. We love you both in the right way, if we love anybody in the right way. <laughs> Isn't that unfortunate that REI and Patagonia and all these Carhartt, these amazing companies, all folded to the liberal agenda? Yeah. I think some of them were founded by liberals, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah, probably. Patagonia. Probably. Yeah. I guess you said, I, I guess I want them to not be. Right. Because, I, because I, they just feel so, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, uh, because it. You're outdoors, you're closer to reality. Yeah, you would think like these folks, right. you know. But even even in the outdoors, even as far back as Adam and Eve in the garden, mm-hmm. long before iPhones and uh, TikTok, <laughs> zigzag as JLP called it in church, <laughs> uh, even they were corrupt and evil. You, and their children killed one another. Cain and Abel, right? Cain killed Abel? Yeah. The first black-on-white crime. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so people were liberals even from the start, listening to Satan. It's true. It's been with us forever. Being outdoors, being in nature, is being away from the city, being in the beautiful South is no safeguard against the corruption. Being away from the city is no safeguard against corruption of Satan in the world and your own thoughts, which are not your own. Interesting. What yep. is Hassan's Instagram? Asks Elaine R. Hassan, thank God. I thought that it might be something like that. I remember Hassan, thank God. Two S's in Hassan. Yep. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Let me get to William in California on the line. I don't think I got to him yesterday. William in California, what's up, man? Hey. 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 I didn't know. Uh, how you doing? Doing fine. Thank you. I, I didn't mean to cause such a ruckus with the uh, story I reported Monday about the uh, boy getting killed at the door. Or not killed, but shot. Oh, yeah, you sparked a bunch of calls, and sort of. And that was, I mean, it's an interesting story. You don't worry about it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the conversations with each person who called in about that. You're talking about, uh, say his name. And he's, well, he's alive and doing fine, by the way. I didn't make any determination whether there was malice involved. Right. 
I said, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. Yeah. But, exactly. Um, but there's no reason. To, to me, there's no Go reason ahead. to assume that he had, there was malice involved. I heard no. on Anchor Baby Show, at Anchor Baby Show on, on YouTube, that's his handle, that he expressed concern for the, ma- for the young man who, whom he shot. I call him a young man. He's 16 or something. Well, sure he did. Yeah. I'm sure he did. And to be so, uh, there's a lot of people like, they, it's like, it sounds like they want this man to be in trouble the rest of his life, yeah. which he probably doesn't have that much natural life left. Yeah. And um, I'm sure he'll be pardoned some kind of way because, uh, you know, this it, when things are over with in a year or so, um, you, maybe people need to look at this thing called the Castle Doctrine Castle in Kansas. Doctrine? I've heard of that. Oh, okay, but so, this is Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas City, Kansas? Missouri, right? I think this is state. Kansas? <laughs> I think it's Kansas City, Missouri. I don't know if okay, Missouri has okay. the uh, Castle Doctrine. I wish. Weren't those two liberal liberal uh, lawyers who spoke at the the RN Republican National Convention? They who like guarded their home was that? Weren't those in Missouri? Yeah, they, that was out there. Or was yeah. that in Minnesota? I can I don't know geography. Somewhere out there, yeah, in the Midwest. But anyway, Castle Doctrine should be. I mean, you have a basic right of protecting. There may your home. be something in there. It's pretty long. It might be something in there that would uh, help this man out because I have to agree with Asmodore. I'd rather go with a shotgun of everything that I got in my safe. Oh, I, I think, think yeah, I, I think that was actually at night. that was actually donning armor. Yo, donning armor. Right yeah. Now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think my go-to weapon would probably be that shotgun because it's totally legal legal yeah and, but a lot legal. of people got emotional about this saying you just can't shoot people at the door but i think you better check this uh doctrine law that they have and yeah. see that you can in most 48 lower 48 yeah um although if, the- if you if you i mean if you mess with anybody's house you can you know you can be hurt right you want to be careful. And I don't think Both? there's any. I don't think there's any malice or anything or anything racial involved with this. I think people need to stop that because what you do is you just create a lot of commotion, right? To not address the other bad behavior by all the other bad citizens. Yeah, that's true. It's a. It so, is, you know, it's a distraction. I heard from, you. Uh, go ahead. Get into a spat with a, with a with a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the on your show. Yeah, she was she was saying there's no it's not even possible that it was an honest mistake on the part of the white man who who shot well, the young black man. I don't think you man. can make that judgment, can you, James? You cannot. You cannot. It sounds like a I would my my basic assumption is innocent unless proven guilty. So I assume innocence on the part yeah. of both sides. It was an innocent yeah. mistake, unfortunate, I guess. And maybe it wasn't innocent on on either side. Who knows? But uh, but you have to. Yeah, that's right. Who knows? Basic fair mindedness says you don't you don't judge the man, yeah. either man. Well, 
on another note, yeah. uh, the electric car, remember I told you I worked in Fremont on those things, the Teslas. Those things are over 4,000 pounds. Wow. And uh, I think there's a truck, Chevy, I don't know what it's a Chevy or for. Somebody's got a truck that if you plug it in a regular uh, plug-in in your garage without the fancy goodies, that are an extra $30,000. They say you can plug it in a regular plug in your house, and it'll take about a week Wow! to charge. Meanwhile, uh, your car, you can go 300 miles and stop at a gas station, fill it up in four minutes, Yeah, and go another 300. Yep. So it's not practical. But actually, Porsche had the first electric car in 1910. Wow. Really? And it's just not practical. First engines were steam, didn't electric. Everybody had electric. Yeah. It didn't work. Uh, yeah. Well, the I, cars are too heavy, and they had this accident in New York, and a parking lot collapse. Yeah, the, I heard uh, about that. The, the weight of the EVs, you know. Really? Yes. I did not yeah, know so, that. So these electric yeah. vehicles are a lot heavier, you're saying. What's a nor four thousand pounds? Uh, it's over. So it's like forty four hundred. And so uh, it's heavy. How, what's the weight of a of an ordinary car of the same uh, size? When I say size, I mean volume. Oh, I don't know. Maybe thirty five, thirty four. Okay, so like a like five hundred pounds or a, or a thousand pounds less. A few thousand pounds lighter, easy because you got a combustion engine. Which is mostly electrical air. parts are heavy. A Toyota Corolla is twenty nine fifty five, according to Sean. Right. Uh, right. So you know now the, this has been about at least ten years that this thing has been out. Now we're getting ready to go into how do you dump them? Yeah, there's a. They, it's going to cost you about ten grand to put it in the junkyard. You know, it's going to be un, it's going to be unfriendly to the earth. Right. The lithium batteries, you know, to where. Old cars in the field don't do nothing to the earth. And people are so ignorant, including Hake. I remember growing up as a kid, you're not supposed to weigh, throw away just any willy-nilly computer and elect, certain electronic and battery stuff in the regular trash. You have to yeah. dispose of it properly. Mm -hmm. But people are getting burned and pollute, uh, places are getting polluted because, uh, you know... Non-whites and white and some white careless people are just throwing stuff away willy-nilly, very irresponsibly, yeah. uh, and that stuff is doing damage to uh, people by by way of different things. I don't know what those things are. Possibly well, water supply. Possibly right. you know seeping into the well. Earth. Look, look at this. Look Crazy. at it like this. We only have like about four percent of uh, electric cars in California right now. Uh huh. If you switch that around and say you need you make everything ninety percent electric cars, parking lots, infrastructures threatened. The cars just catch fire just sitting in front of your house, let alone sleeping with them in your garage. Hmm. This is one thing people don't think about: is that electrical parts get hot. Oh yeah, true. And, even uh, even cell phones sometimes get really hot. Very high. And sometimes they have uh, computers that sense that and they'll shut off the charging or whatever. Yeah. Or they'll shut yeah. off 
temporarily. So if the computer's right. in proper working order, it can protect, make safeguards. Well, the but, green thing is the biggest scam ever. You'll find out later. Yeah, you know, I, the, no, the, I believe the, that. The, when you come up for Highway 5 right there, uh, you know where Magic Mountain is? Yeah. Okay, you remember back in the day, you used to come down off that hill, coming from San Francisco way, coming from north. Uh-huh. You used to be able to see smog. Yes. You don't see that anymore. They've cleaned up the emissions on the cars anyway, so there's no need for the electric car. We couldn't handle the heard. grid. We couldn't handle the grid if we had 90% electric cars in California. Right, I've heard that grid. too. You know, uh, no, no we'd be, we'd be, we would have, we'd have blackouts that would last three hours. Just to run the cars. Did you hear my report? I was reading in Hake News, or maybe on the Hake Report, about how the air quality's um, bad still for twenty-five percent of, or no, roughly twenty percent of Americans. Um, and they say that it's gotten a little bit better over the years because of less reliance on coal. They claim, uh, but well, we're going back to coal. You know, everybody's going to survive this electric phase. It didn't work before. Like I said, Porsche elect- had the first electric cars. Isn't electric it didn't work. powered by coal mostly? Isn't electricity made w- with coal power? <laughs> or am I wrong? You're wrong. I'm wrong? Okay. Yeah. But the, the, <laughs> we, we, we had nothing wrong with our, um, our system. It's been working for 100 years. Yeah. Now you're going, now you're talking about that practical. you're talking about that that uh, in that parking structure that collapsed in New York and you're speculating that it may have been because of electric cars being so much. Well, they were saying that they were, the weight was a factor in the accident. Yeah. Of the uh, and they said that the 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 uh, the reason is is uh, pointing towards electric vehicles. So I don't see us taking down all the parking lots in the country for a. Um, yeah, one hundred thousand dollar golf cart. You would think that they would. You would think that they would build these things to uh, withstand more, well above what. Yeah. Well, what potentially the, the woman in Marin City ran off of a road. It's real hilly, uh-huh. and she ended up in somebody's pool wow. with that electric car. She she didn't. She wasn't burned to death. She was boiled. Oh. Terrible. You, the car landed in the pool, right? I, I had not, I wasn't familiar with this story. And um, it was a bad accident. The car ended up in the pool in somebody's backyard. So she was not drowned. She wasn't burned. She was cooked, <laughs> electrocuted. Yeah. Because of the uh, Tesla. Crazy. So... Even accident-wise, you have to think about these things. They may not be better than gas-operated cars. Yeah. They're so heavy. The accidents are worse. But they survive driving off cliffs sometimes, right? Didn't didn't some Tesla drive off a cliff or something, and the people survived? Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like I heard that. Uh, Nick heard about it, too. Anchor yeah. Baby Show. Um but anyway, yeah, you should show your flag, man, because a lot of blacks down in the south actually 
love that Confederate flag. Yeah. And, and people think that it just represents hate. But, you it know, doesn't. some of the South, you know, the things that they believe in, like the states shall govern, that kind of thing, so in, was adopted into the new United States. So, I mean, you, you should be kind of like showing your flag, man. Yeah, I show it sometimes, but uh, I just try to... Did you know that? There are some blacks in the South that, that love that flag. I know, oh, I do, oh, yeah, I knew that. JLP loves it. There's this guy who was a young man who flew it, and he went viral, or, you know, there was a big backlash against him, who young black man who went to college flying the flag. They used to didn't say nothing about it. Yeah. Nobody that lived in the South, nobody. He didn't say anything about it. I know, it was fine. The Dukes of Hazard and All of that. And the the South there people say that they're traitors. They're not traitors. Uh some no. of them may have been no. there are many in the in the North who are traitors. And to this day the people who are the the worst traitors are the ones calling the South traitors. Oh, that's yeah. a traitor flag. Oh, I mean, look at look at Ukraine and look at Vietnam. From what I understand, if you look on the history of Vietnam, the, the South Vietnam government was very corrupt. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Ukraine is very corrupt. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Well, and I'll so let you get and to some more callers, man. You gave me enough time. That's, I appreciate it. Yeah, but, thank uh, you, Like man. I said, I didn't mean to create such a storm. Uh, don't even worry I about it. I pretty much just, you I know. I think it's just the story itself is a, uh interesting story. Yeah, it is. And it pulls I mean, it, it pulls you in to take sides, to want to take sides. Uh, as well, I don't even really think it was that big of a deal. Right, yeah. I don't, think, I don't think it was that big of a deal. If, if, if you think it is, I respect that, but I don't think it governs attacking each other over it because I really just don't think it was that big of a deal. I agree. This guy it's was a, pretty old. It's a lesson for... It's a lesson that many people can can learn from from many different sides uh, yeah. on this issue. That white well, the blacks are people, jumping on everybody. Blacks. I mean, the yeah. one uh, I'm going to the one it. in Chicago, the, the the little white girl that got beat up. I think that that black guy was her boyfriend. I think. Oh, wouldn't be I surprised. I, I mean, wouldn't be the first time. I, I think. I mean, that's allegedly. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean. You, you guys are kind of acting up, right. you know, and when you call in and act a fool about it, that just keeps you from addressing it. Yeah. You know, some of these things that come on some people's mouth, they don't even believe it. They self could be quite, quite reasonable. Thank you, William. Appreciate you, man. All right. Take care. All right. You too. Before I get back to calls, let me cover this, uh, depressed John Fetterman being so happy. <laughs> uh, Gad sad, Gad sad, S A A D, Gad like the tribe of Gad, Gad and Asher, the, from the Israelites. He's Jewish. On Twitter, tweeted, "I wish he's been on the the fallen state with Jesse Lee Peterson. I wish this gentleman a full and complete recovery, but a sane society cannot arrive to such an outcome. This individual beat out Dr. Oz, whom Trump supported, right? Dr. Oz is this liberal guy who ran as a Republican for senator in uh, PA, right? Pennsylvania, I think. I would love to hear from someone who voted for John Fetterman. What was your decision-making process? I'm being serious, he asks, or he says in asking his question. 
And do I have clip 15 in here? Let me double check because sometimes I, I ask for clips and they don't have them because I didn't put them in. Uh, yeah, clip 15. Uh, he quote tweeted this. Gad said quote tweeted this uh, tweet from Gen Z, a he, him, radical, homosexual, useful activist. Are you proud of me? I didn't say useful idiot. Useful activist. J.D. Cocciarella. Uh, heck yeah! He didn't say heck. Senator John Fetterman arrived at the, to the Capitol today. This is a few days ago. <laughs> Old news from Hake. I gave news about Tesla ha- going to be do- launching. And then the chat was like, Hake, you're late. It, it, the rocket already blew up. <laughs> the, you know, not Tesla, but the SpaceX uh, big old rocket thing. Shout out to Elon Musk. Anyway, heck yeah, Senator John Fetterman arrived at the Capitol today. This is a few days ago, right? Wearing shorts and a hoodie. Good to have you back, Senator. And he shares the source video from ACYN. Fetterman says, it's good to be back. 16-second clip. Here it is. Welcome back, Senator. Senator. How are you feeling, Senator? Senator, are you confident you could serve your full six years? It's good to be back, he says. Uh, that's from MSLSD. Shout out to MSDNC. Hat tip Mark Levin and hat tip Donald J. Trump. That's what they call MSNBC. Heck yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. <laughs> Says this is a real Mr. Mad. Yeah, that's a... Uh, H-E double toothpicks. <laughs> uh, that's what the other joke of a wannabe representative Beto Robert Fran- Francis? Robert O'Rourke. Francis O'Rourke. Something like that. Beto O'Rourke. Anyway, I have a funny screenshot of his tweet from a few weeks, several weeks ago, maybe. I think I have a screenshot of it. Yeah, Fetterman John, so happy. (laughs) It's from a while ago. Old news from Senator John Fetterman. He's just an interesting guy to me. His situation. I am so happy to be home. And then look at his face. Does that look like the face of a happy man? That, and he has a thumbs up, but that's not a convincing thumbs up. Yeah, the thumb is all the way up, but... It doesn't look convincing to me. Uh, I am so happy to be home. I'm excited to be the father and husband I want to be, and the senator Pennsylvania deserves. I'm reading it kind of like how he talks. Pennsylvanians have always had my back, and I will always have theirs. <laughs> He's this bald guy, purportedly white, not a normal white. I mean, he, he may be a normal white ethnically, maybe, but... He's not, this person is, this young man is not normal. I'm using the term young a little bit, slightly loosely. And, you know, boast nerdly, uh, the uh, former producer of my competitor, whom I offed, no, I didn't off him, rested in peace, Rush Limbaugh, boast nerdly is the black uh, producer of uh, Rush Limbaugh, the Daily BS, Bo- Boast Nerdly, The Daily Boast Nerdly. Presidential? He tweeted this article. Fawning Fetterman interview veers into surreal as CBS hosts suggest he could be presidential material. That's old news, too. It happened a while ago. It's like sweet-faced uh, old lady. said, oh, maybe you could be president. 
ridiculous. Ridiculous. Shall I play this two-minute clip of him chairing a subcommittee hearing today or yesterday or whenever it was? Greg Price tweeted this out. Clip 12A. <sighs> Let me skip it because it's two minutes long, and I want to get to clips and other stories and stuff. I'm going to skip it. It's just him reading. It's like, you could be a senator. I could be a senator and do as good or better job. Except I would probably get canceled because they grab stuff from me on, you know, the Republicans wouldn't support me. And the demon rats probably wouldn't support me. And so, who knows? But anyway, you could. Because they don't know you <laughs> that you listen to hate. Uh, but anyway, anyway, let me clip, skip to clip 12B. It's a little bit shorter. Because I don't want to waste too much time. Here is John Fetterman asking a question at, to a witness at today's subcommittee hearing. And apparently he's like the food stamps committee. It, what is he, the chair of the food stamps committee or something like that? And I, I don't know if there is a food stamps committee. It's probably not called that. But anyway, here he is talking about SNAP. SNAP means Supplemental Nutritional Assistance uh, Package or something like that. Something dumb like that. I heard about it with Obama, who was the food stamps president. Here it is. <laughs> Long pause. He's going to read his next question. Wait for it. Here it is. Awkward. This is Jones Brown. Food banks are really critical for the support foundation of SNAP. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. The Emergency Food Assistance Pro Program, or TFAP, was established to provide emergency food assistance to low-income individuals. And these individuals may not qualify for SNAP, but they might need additional support. Food banks like Phil Abundance and knowing personally you, they're the kind of quality of the work that you do in my own state. What? They distribute 85% of TFAP foods nationwide. As Americans <laughs> struggle with high food costs, how have you been able to allow you to continue to provide food support? Um, thank you for the question. Um, and the reality is that food banks like Phil Abundance are partners Boring. across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Boring. We cut her off. Mrs. Jones Brown. Mrs. Jones Brown. She, what, does she have a hyphenated last name or something? He's reading. You, I can't even comprehend it. I don't even know if he's comprehending it. <laughs> oh, terrible. Yeah, I think he had a stroke and then... Uh, he's sort of recovered now. He's speaking in full sentences again, according to Cliff, uh, Dan Clifton, or asks Dan Clifton. Uh, and then he checked himself in for, to Walter Reed Medical Center, which is, I think it's for the military. I guess it's for government people, too, and our greatest president, Trump, too, when he got the China virus. But it's for depression. I'm shaking my head. Poor John Fetterman. He's asking softballs to, uh, so it wasn't Snap, it was something else. Show MTG, get her time to, time removed. <laughs> yeah, I might, I, I will show that. Uh, yeah, I want to. Anyway, that's, that's that mess. Meanwhile, they're letting him make a mockery of the Senate 
Meanwhile, Marjorie Green is a... Shall I jump to Marjorie Green? No, I don't want to obey Frederick. Um, <laughs> that was Frederick's request. No, I'm going to talk about the Andrew Lester haters um, right now. So, <sighs> Andrew Lester is the 84-year-old who, who uh, white man who is being persecuted for being white and having shot... You know, I say for being white, right? But for being white and having sh- shot a black young man and because of the political overreaction against white people, they hate whites. It's a white-hating uh, society right now. He's getting... It's a national story. We shouldn't even know or care about it. And we don't know or care about it, honestly. But, you know, many of us, including Hake, get caught up with it. Well, Eric Erickson, known rhino. (laughs) Is that unfair to say? He tweeted about, he tweeted this. Andrew Lester. I think I have some screenshots of this. Let's see. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't have the tweet. But he said, Andrew Lester should go to prison. What are you talking about, man? Why? Why should he go to prison? And maybe he should, but why? I, but I also have a lot of contempt for a grandson who would rush to blast his grandfather when it seems clear he's doing so not because of what the man did, but because of his politics. And he shares this article from the Kansas City Star, this article that was updated today, 4-20-23, April 20th, 2023. Uh, grandson says Andrew Lester was influenced by conservative media. And, uh... So the article reads stuff like, uh, let's see. Oh my goodness, terrible. Andrew Lester. The article reads, the grandson of the man charged with shooting a black teen in Kansas City's Northland last week said he was appalled and disgusted at his grandfather's actions and is thankful Ralph Yarl is recovering. I don't find it appalling or disgusting. I find it concerning for both parties, right? And, uh, because it's not, it's not a good situation. But it's not appalling, nor is it disgusting. I was horrified. I thought it was terrible, says Clint Ludwig. 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 Clint with a K. Said of his immediate reaction to hearing about the shooting of the 16-year-old. It was inexcusable. It was wrong. What are you talking about? And this, this? (laughs) I found this in a different article. He went on Commie Nonsense Network, CNN, and look at this guy. What is he, mixed? He looks like, uh, maybe he is mixed. I mean, (laughs) kind of looks like, uh, I almost want to say his son, but he doesn't really look like his son. He looks like he has darker hair, but he looks like he has braids and, uh, uh, I I don't want to say wigger because you're not supposed to say wigger, right? But he looks like that. Like a white guy with a black culture in him. Maybe he is part black, but he has his like braid things in his hair. Wearing a flannel. Grandson of white homeowner who shot black teen speaks out. Clint Ludwig. Uh, grandson of 84-year-old man who shot Ralph Yarl. Ralph Yarl being the 16-year-old black young man 
who went to the wrong house, wrong street. Uh, so he's talking about, uh, 28-year-old Clint Ludwig, grandson of the suspect, expressed his support for Jarl and his family. I was horrified, blah, 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 blah. I stand with Ralph. What does that even mean? I stand with Ralph. Dub. Uh, and I really want his family to achieve justice for what happened to them. Justice? That should be a, sounds like maybe a lawsuit or maybe, you know, maybe, uh, it's not manslaughter because he's living, but one of those things, uh, no harm meant assault and battery type of thing. (laughs) Is there such a thing? No harm meant assault and battery? Anyway, uh, their child or grandchild or nephew's life was fundamentally changed forever over mistake and someone being scared and fearful. That, may, that part may be accurate, who knows. The grandson who lives in the Kansas City area said he felt terribly. The grandson of this uh, suspect, I guess you would call him, right? Said he felt terribly for Yarl. What a woman. What a disgrace. Uh, and look at this old man who's, whom he's turning on and going to the media about. What a grandstander. I know his life has changed forever, and I'm really sorry. Don't be sorry. Be careful. That's a, he, this guy, Ludwig, this Clint Ludwig, traitor, evil person, mama spirit person, emotional, overreactionary. No fair-mindedness. That's not justice. The only reason why he, he criticized the prosecutor, right? Clay County prosecutor, Zachary Thompson for the way he handled the initial investigation and not charging his grandfather immediately. Why would you charge him immediately unless you had evidence to charge him? It looks like an honest mistake potentially to some people. The only reason why he's now receiving charges and an investigation is being held is because of the community outreach to bring attention to this, meaning politics, lynch mob, hatred of the white man. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's the reason. So I, I'm guessing my hint, my hunch is that justice was the initial situation with no charges. That's my hunch. The response has been great. It's been amazing to see the solidarity, communist buzzword, and coming together as a community against the white man. Because you hear every, even the well-meaning guy Thomas from uh, Detroit, Michigan, who admits that black crime is out of control and blacks are invading homes sometimes and all that stuff and burning white people to, to death sometimes and robbing them and all that stuff, which I've covered. I may cover more of that. Uh, just to remind people of what sometimes does happen. That, not that this guy would have done it. I don't think that he would. Don't know. Ralph Yarl. Doesn't see, he's, he was plays saxophone. He wouldn't do anything like that. <laughs> uh coming together as a community. Terrible. And look at this picture. Ralph Ralph Yarrow is out of the hospital. Look at him. He's sitting next to this lawyer-liar guy, Lee Merritt, who has struggled with depression, according to Common Nonsense Network, a 2018 or 2019 or 2020 or whatever article. Common Nonsense Network had this article about when African Americans get shot or killed or something like that. These lawyers get a phone call, and it had evil Crump, 
this evil black female, Benjamin Crump is evil, this evil black female lawyer liar, uh, another evil black lawyer liar, I forget, I think a male, and then this evil black lawyer liar, uh, Merritt, Lee Merritt, who according to that article has struggled with depression. What a sucker. Struggled with depression. And now he's on a witch hunt against white people and exploiting uh, blacks' instinctive hatred towards whites where they assume they project their bias, their, uh, their prejudice against whites onto the whites, thinking the whites are prejudiced against them, which in some cases they're right. And there's a reason to be uh, cautious, the reason to have risk assessment because of rampant black crime. It's kind of like my caller yesterday, Joe from Phoenix. In his imagination, Haig is promoting, uh, pretending that most black people are criminals and JLP are pro- pretending that just for hate dollars because that's his evil imagination. Same thing with these blacks imagining these evil things. And these are blacks who are not violent. They're some of the so-called good ones, right? Evil parents of this young man. Hiring this evil guy. Suckers. Blind, brainwashed people. But they can't help it because they're uh, black and brainwashed. Have some understanding. Have some patience. Have some mercy. Just because they're not merciful towards you doesn't mean you don't be merciful towards them. This, this picture is kind of hard to look at. Uh, oh, and that Thompson guy said that the shooting had a racial component. N- Nick's Nick, formerly called Nickstream, now Anchor Baby Show, he pointed out that racial component uh, had nothing to do legally with the situation, is what the people were saying. They were just saying racial component because the, uh, all, all the whole communities pretending that, oh, it's white on black. <laughs> Dumb. This one's hard to look at, though. Look at this boy in the doctor's office. He's so scared. Sad, hurt, but he's doing better now. Two relatives told the star they didn't believe Lester was a racist. See, look at that dumb speculation. Why are you even bringing that up? Racist. Far left New York Post. People say New York Post is, this is from the New York Post, right? And thought he likely fired at Yarl, because New York Post covered this from the Kansas City Star. They just basically copied the article. Uh... Fired at Jarl out of fear. Ludwig said his grandfather's paranoia escalated in the last two years. I hate to, I hesitate to say he got more extreme, but you, do, but you say it anyway. Because of all this stuff has been extreme. It's been the same story for decades and decades and generation to generation of people believing the same things. It's just nowadays people are acting on it a bit more. The Lester's nephew called him a decent man. Look at this Lester guy. Look at him. I'd be scared of this guy. (laughs) Uh, Look at that. I guess that's his mugshot. Wouldn't you be scared of that old man? I I don't want to mess with him. Respect, sir. (laughs) Uh, Hands up, don't shoot. Uh, Meanwhile, I laugh. Because it's funny. Lester... Pay, paid, uh, remains free from the county jail after posting 10% of his $20,000 bond, or 200000 whatever. 
with the uh, condition that he's not allowed to leave the state and surrender to his passport and concealed carry permit. Oh, yeah, to see, see you guys. Herman Munster says uh, Hassan. Poor guy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Just this lynch mob going after him, projecting their imagination into thinking that that's what's in his heart and mind. I really don't know what to think about when I heard this, says Dean Smith, who is probably the nephew of this guy, I gather. It just kind of shocked me. You don't expect something like that. Lester was home alone because his wife had been in a rehab facility. 84 years old, living by himself. Be har- it would be hard for me to believe that he is racist. I know. Give me a break. It's, it's irrelevant. Fear and paranoia. So let me tell you what this uh, evil grandson who looks like a... I don't want to say wigger because you're not supposed to say that, right? Or is it bad to say that? Vandals said it. Was it Vandals? We welcome you to Wiggerside. Have a nice day in Wiggerside. Anyway. Uh, he said that he and his grandfather, who goes by uh, the first name Dan, used to be very close. So this guy is, went by Dan, okay? Lester. Because why would you want to call yourself Lester? I'd rather go by Dan. In the last five or six years, I feel like we've lost touch. I've gotten older and gained my own political views, and he's become staunchly right-wing, further down the right-wing rabbit hole, as far as the election-denying conspiracy stuff, COVID conspiracies and disinformation, fully buying into the Fox News, OAN, One American News kind of line. I feel like it's really radicalized him in a lot of ways. And that that may be true, because a lot of people believe stuff that they don't know. Like, a lot of right-wingers believe stuff that they don't know for sure. So it may be accurate, but that's not that bad. But he said he's caught in a 24-hour news cycle of fear and paranoia, and that's not a good thing to be in, and that may be true of him. But why are you talking to the media? But it's interesting. I'm going to cover it. And then the NRA pushing the stand-your-ground stuff, like you have to defend your home. Sometimes you do. Kansas City has a lot of blacks, and not all blacks are innocent little Ralph Yarls. Some of them are criminals. But anyway, when I heard that that happened, I was appalled and shocked. Uh, I believe there have been some positions that he has that is sort of bigoted and disparaging. He didn't want to call him racist. <laughs> uh, it's stock. He has stock Fox News conservative American stuff is what Ludwig the, the Wigger said of his grandfather, uh, Dan, <laughs> Lester Dan. Anybody who gets an abortion is a murderer. True. Fatherless black families are the reason why crime exists in this country. True in part. It's stuff everybody's heard at the Thanksgiving table every year. What? True things? True statements? Ludwig sounds like you're uh, as paranoid as your grandfather. You're just on the opposite extreme. Evil person. Sucker. (laughs) 28-year-old. I hesitate to say he got more extreme. Anyway, what a mess. And by the way, he's a military veteran, this, this suspect, and former airline mechanic. Avid hunter, longtime gun owner. And by the way, he worked with uh, people of all different races. Which most whites who are living today, oh, assorted jelly beans. Wigger side is assorted jelly beans. You know, it sounded more like assorted jelly beans than vandals. Neither of them are Christians. I don't think. 
Uh, but most whites do have to work with all these other races, you know? And they, or they get to. <laughs> and they, whites are the, like the most fair-minded people, and then they're smeared as being racist for uh, being fair-minded. What a, what a joke. Anyway, guys, we're at the, near the, nearly the top of the hour. I'm going to get to your calls and more stories. I wanted to cover the... Oh, by the way, real quick, the ex-wife. I forgot about the ex-wife who hasn't seen him in decades. She was running her, her, I almost said big dumb mouth, but I don't want to say that too much in front of the kids. Andrew Lester's ex-wife recalls his fits of rage and violence. I was always scared of him. Evil ex-wife who hasn't seen him in decades talking like that. The ex-wife of octogenarian, meaning he's 80-something years old, charged with shooting Ralph Yara, said he was prone to violence during their troubled 14-year marriage. They had three children, right? But she didn't recognize him. Mary Clayton, age 81. Even an 81-year-old woman has been still evil? Shameful. Wow. I think of 81-year-old ladies as being true ladies. But no, even 81-year-old... I mean, I guess there is such a thing as a Nancy Pelosi... Nervous Nancy Pelosi, how old is she? Who was married to Andrew Lester when she was young, has not spoken to him in decades, and didn't even recognize him when he appeared in the news for allegedly shooting Jarl, who had shown up at his address instead of the one a block over to pick up siblings, according to failing New York Slimes. Mary Clayton had three children with Lester. Andrew Lester, real name Dan. Oh, Lester's his last name, I'm confused. Uh said one of her daughters called her in California on Tuesday in shock at the shooting. I was scared of him. It doesn't surprise me what happened, Clayton told the newspaper. To me, it sounds like an honest mistake, but I don't know. She said her ex-husband had a tendency to erupt in anger and would smash items in their home during his fits of fury. So he would smash items, and so he didn't actually... She didn't mention that he hit her. Didn't mention that he hit her. He didn't hit her. Unless she said that he hit her and they didn't cover it, but it seems like they would cover it. So he would smash items because he's, he, he has his anger inside him and she brings it out of him, right? Two. And isn't that interesting? Adding that cops told her he could do whatever he wanted in his own home. <laughs> yeah! That sounds quite reasonable. Interesting. Interesting. What's not said is telling, isn't it? I think. Anyway. Yeah, ex-wives. Malicious and evil and running her big dumb mouth. Sorry, kids. About a man who is much maligned. Those white men. You know, George Zimmerman divorced. Probably the wife divorced him. He was married when he, uh, when he killed Trayvon Martin in a clear case of self-defense, right? Uh, His wife left him. And then he tried to get with other girls. Big mistake, buddy. And then they falsely accused him of uh, threatening him with a gun, threatening them with a gun or whatever. These lovely ladies. And I use the term loosely. Shout out to the ladies. And the false accuser women. (laughs) And the malicious, vindictive women who think that they're self-righteous. And they are self-righteous, but it's not real righteous. Uh... And uh, Derek Chauvin, who uh, also his Asian wife divorced him amidst this thing. Terrible. It's like Job. The whites are like Job. It's not happening to me. 
But, you know, the, these persecuted whites who get themselves in these situations by doing their jobs or, um, you know, sometimes they do something questionable or perhaps even wrong, and the, it comes down extra hard on them, and then they lose their wives along with it. Job's wife yelled at him, too. Curse God and die. <laughs> Job's wife told, told him that. Anyway, keep your head up. Keep your chin up, kings. You're not kings. Keep your chin up, persecuted whites. Have dignity in suffering. Be men. Nice. We wish you well. We're praying for you, if we're praying at all. Hopefully not, we're praying to Satan. And we also pray for the deluded, hate-filled blacks and women and uh, blind, brainwashed Zoomer and millennial grandchildren wiggers. <laughs> we pray for them too, right? Anyway, it is the top of the hour. It's past the top of the hour. I got to get to calls. I just wanted to talk about the, uh, just the attacks on this man. Whew. But it's time for some Christian music. Petra means rock. And this is from 1993. We're done with the album Unseen Power with the windmills. This is the 1993 album. Uh, man, now I'm blanking on it. Wake Up Call. Wake hyphen up call. And... This track, I love this track. It's entitled Praying Man. It starts off quiet, so don't go away, people. It starts off quiet. Enjoy. Press mute. Cover your ears or grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. And I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight.
good. Right? Am I right? I think so. <laughs> I unmuted myself. <laughs> Sounds okay. I remember Petra. They want to be. So good. Dedication. We will get to your calls, guys. R.E.M. for Jesus. They want to be rushed so bad. Whatever. James, this is despicable. I'm ashamed of you. Really? This song makes me want to take my life. I did it back. No one would ever copyright this next. So good. Bon Joe who? <laughs> Beautiful. I know I like it. Shout out to Petra and John Schlitt. Unfit for swine. Uh, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. Let me read a few Super Chats. Callers, we will get to you. Hang tight. Uh... Over on Ko-Fi, I know one came in on Ko-Fi, based America First, gave a tip. Hake had a debate last night. Good debate. 2A deniers, Second Amendment deniers, say other countries are better, yet they never move. The USA is not other countries. Somalia, like Chicago and D.C., banned guns, yet there is significant crime. T-Jump says he got his stats from the future. He has stats from the future that prove a total gun ban eliminates deaths. <laughs> I know, huh? Yeah. Uh, T-Jump thinks freedom comes from the government. Base America First continues with another tip on Ko-Fi. K-O hyphen F-I. Probably pronounced coffee, but I don't want to confuse it with the word coffee. K-O hyphen F-I dot com slash the Hague Report. T-Jump thinks freedom comes from the government. Blames legal gun owners as suppliers for criminals. Good guys stop bad guys. Parkland, Florida, Uvalde, Texas, police did nothing. Nashville, Tennessee, police did their job. Compare White Settlement Church, Houston, Taqueria, to uh, San Antonio Baptist Church. Interesting. Yeah, I don't even remember all of these cases, man. But yeah, there, uh, there was an armed man who shot a, who shot a guy who was starting to shoot up a church. Armed church member shot up a guy who was shooting up a church. Nice. Again, hang tight, callers. We will get to you. Um, yeah. I know. And I'm like, I would never, I will never say never, but right? There's, do you really think Hake would shoot up anybody? No. Do you really think Dawning Armor would shoot up anybody? No. And think about this since we're talking about this uh, gun control debate. Uh, and debate, shout out to uh, Lin Yenshin, is hate. A lot of, well, a lot of people get sucked into hatred, right? 
pride, egos battling. Useless, but, that, but you can set an example, hopefully. Or check yourself, or see how, watch yourself, learn how you're reacting inwardly to people. But there's stuff I thought of after the debate this morning, last night. Armed women. Guns have been called the great equalizer. Not to kiss up to women, but we do love you ladies if we love anybody. Okay, I'm kissing up. But uh, women, have you ever heard, he, he mentioned Germany. They have, a, they have strict gun laws, no guns. Have you ever heard of the rape fugees? They had the uh, Muslims came, come in and, and from some of those Muslim countries, they, uh, if you're dressed a certain way, then uh, you're, it's considered an open invitation to do whatever. And they did whatever. And some of those, they were called rape fugees, right? Because they allegedly committed rapes. I don't know if those were legitimate rapes, where it was actually, they, were, they were actually raped or if they just said, oh, we got raped, you know, women. They'll throw around the word rape when it wasn't rape. But sometimes it was. Uh, had they been armed, would those rapes have happened? You know, uh, murder is not the only evil. So murder with guns is not the only evil. Getting rid of guns maybe lowers the amount of uh, effective murders, but no. Also, moral people, that's what I'm talking about, moral people don't commit murder, nor do they commit suicide. But Democrats and rhinos, which is most of the Republican Party, are for immorality. They're accepting the gay stuff. There's, they're pushing the... Um, they're pushing... Uh, sex out of, They're fine with sex out of wedlock. They're kissing up to women in ways that they should not. They're for uh, kissing up to the fake idea of racism, justifying the anger of... Falsely justifying the anger of the blacks and the anger of people, period. Phony outrage at one another. All outrage is phony, right? They are for criminals and hatred and emotions and false love and sex out of wedlock. Sex inflames the passions. A lot of people kill after having had sex with one another. They want to, they're ready to kill one another. Had they ha- had never had that, they wouldn't be so inflamed and the breakups would be... Oh, yeah, their egos would be hurting, but it wouldn't be as insane. It would be insane still, but it would not be as insane. <laughs> you think, you know what I mean, Jellybean? The government promotes immorality and anger and uh, division and broken family. They lick their chops when the mass shooting happens and when people are immoral. Then they have an excuse to take away the guns. Look at how they let the blacks go out of control. Like, Asador has covered the fact we don't have a gun problem, we have a problem. (laughs) And it's not even a problem, it's a symptom of, you know, the blacks out of control. And black-hearted Hispanics and black-hearted other races, too. The whites and the men and the republic, you know, just honorable men, the NRA men, or the gun-owning men, the gun, uh, the gun culture men, are not the ones committing the crimes. The Republicans are not the main ones committing the murder. It's Democrats, also known as blacks. And other, some of the, you know, the illegals or anchor babies. (laughs) Not Nick. Not American anchor baby. Not um, anchor baby show. Not anchor baby show. Anyway, uh, angry people are the ones committing murder. 
And it's not even the mentally ill, it's the angry people committing murder. So, uh, thank you, um, thank you for that super chat, you made me go off, base America first, you didn't make me. Let me interrupt the super chats and present these, this quick story. Some black on white crime, right? I noted in my gun control debate blog post about, uh, these crazy, um, home invasions, right? That I have documented over the years, right? Or that other people have documented too. Birmingham, Alabama. Just listen to this. Birmingham, Alabama, August 2016. I think I have these, a few screenshots, actually, Hassan. Uh, guns, blacks, etc. Yes, that's, this is the one. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama, August 2016. Black teen burned to death a Korean War veteran. 85-year-old, 85, not too far from uh, Dan Lester, right? 85-year-old Gene Emery Dacus, Korean War veteran, was killed by an 18-year-old, not too far from 16. Blackmail set the 85-year-old white veteran on fire. Alabama teen indicted, indicted. Indicted is really pronounced indicted. On murder charges after lighting him on fire, Thomas Sims age 18, indicted at 19. He killed the guy. Look at this man. And look at that young male, black male. Hearing this just kind of just shows you the evil, you know? What does that say? He was, uh, was beaten and burned to death beside his North Birmingham home. A suspect who ran from the scene carrying a gasoline can is now in custody. And there's another one. Murder and arson, 2015. This guy looks almost the same, but he's not. A white 91-year-old World War II veteran, Paul Muchnik, uh, was beaten in his house lit on fire by a neighbor, the neighbor's black 17-year-old grandson. Go to the next one, The because uh, it's... Black teen burned World War II veteran, uh, Hassan. This one. Uh, white 91-year-old World War II veteran, Paul Mochnik, beaten in his house lit on fire in 2015 by a neighbor's black 17-year-old grandson, George Robert Stewart IV, who intended to rob the home. He went and bought gasoline to destroy the evidence. The victim's next-door neighbor, the murderer's grandfather, George Jr., George II, this is George IV, he uh, turned his grandson, George IV, in for questioning. Two of the boys' aunts, aunts, shout out to these blacks who turned their, their uh, relative in, recognized him in surveillance footage. But the perpetrator's remarried mother, who is remarried, Soretta Moore, said, we believe he's innocent. He did not do this thing. He did not set that man on fire. There's more to this story. George IV, George is a good kid. He goes to church. He was on the basketball team and a good athlete. He didn't do this. That's Detroit Free Press. And the update, uh, three years later, 2018, teen gets 30 to 60 years for murder of World War II veteran, according to Click on Detroit. 3.6 million views, and (laughs) you'll see uh, comments are turned off on this. (laughs) I chuckle because, you know, the racists... 
meaning the people who tell the truth about what's going on, and maybe they're a little bitter, uh, are not allowed to have their freedom of speech on the YouTube video. For- Fort Worth, Texas, murder, 2014. I don't know if I have any other screenshots. I don't. Uh, American Eagle worker, Ashlea Harris, a white, like a lesbian gal, I think, was strangled, beaten, bound, and her apartment lit on fire by two former co-workers, a black male, Clarence David Mallory, and Hispanic girlfriend, Carter Carol Cervantes, both of whom the victim had earlier identified as suspects in stealing cash from the store safe, American Eagle, at the mall. They were never arrested, though. On the night of the murder, they stole her keys to do it again and were followed. Hanover County, Virginia, murder, 2014, cab driver, James M. Wells, age 26, Navy veteran, abducted, repeatedly stabbed, burned alive with the flare by a black couple who panicked when they could not pay pay the fare for their taxi fare. Deshaun D. Simpson, age 20, and his girlfriend, Alyssa De Jesus, 19, seven months pregnant, drove the taxi as well as moaned in pain after being stabbed. I played the clip. I think he had a wife and maybe a kid. And his mother. And uh, Simpson pleaded guilty in August. Looked at his mother and the family of Wells and apologized. Well, that's nice. Simpson's mother, Marcella Dabney, said the son she raised would never do something so brutal without being provoked somehow. My son is good. He's always been a good kid. Nobody has had a bad thing to say about him. David Wells, the victim's father, said, I couldn't believe that a human could do that to someone else. So the father being better. Oh, no, the victim's father. The victim's father. <laughs> yeah. Not, not to be confused with the suspect's mother. Crazy, huh? Orangeburg County, South Carolina, murder, 2013. Richard Michael Carter, age 61, was shot and burned to death in an SUV by two brothers, uh, 23 and 25, black. Were they the ones that he helped? He helped them and they, and they shot him? I forget. Pensacola, Florida, murder, 2013, Melinda Sue McCormick, age 33, beaten with 40 blows with a hammer, lead pipe, and crowbar, her bedsheet set on fire by her 21-year-old black boyfriend and slightly older black couple whom she knew. One suspect told authorities he hated white people. They were going to steal her Social Security money. Charlottesville, Virginia, double murder, 2012, Robin and Manny Aldridge, Mother and daughter, 58 and 18. Mother and daughter, beaten to death in home set on fire by Jean Everett Washington, age 30. Kansas City, Missouri, assault 2012. Alan Goyne, age 13, followed home, doused and lit outside his front door on fire by two black 16-year-olds with facial hair. You get what you deserve, white boy. It's from the blaze in New York Daily News. Holmes County, Miss- Mississippi, I think. MS. That's Mississippi, right? Yeah. Uh, murder, 2010, Jimmy Sanders, age 65, kidnapped, shot, and burned beyond recognition in his truck after helping two black young men with car trouble. Eric Ellis, 28, and Malcolm Melton, 22. They got $6 from him. That's from MS News Now, Mississippi News Now. Plainfield, New, New, uh, New Jersey, home invasion robbery, 2008. Kenneth Athey, age 82 or 83, beaten with a hammer, stabbed, tied to a chair, naked, doused with chemicals, burned. Uh, by three perpetrators at ages roughly 15, 15 years old, 18 and 23. I think he survived, Kenneth Athey. He survived that thing. 
Trippy, huh? Uh, so yeah, it's, it's understandable that there would be a little fear at seeing a black figure. But get over fear. Because look at how this guy is suffering. He was afraid for his life. This, uh, you know, this uh, 84-year-old man is suffering now. Maybe because he was a little jumpy. But there's no understanding, there's no acknowledgement about the uh, black-on-white crime and the black crime. So they just pretend it's racist. Give me a break. Anyway, more Super Chats, guys, before I get back to calls. Over on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report, Animus says, happy, happy birthday, Hitler. My name is Hake, but thank you for the birthday wishes. <laughs> Actually, it is uh, his birthday, but he's dead. Why are you celebrating his birthday? You brought a lot of things to the table, like clean factories, German industrial dominance, and protection against greedy, disgusting Marxists. Marxists. You got the Iron Cross for bravery in World War I. May your soul rest in peace. Well, that's nice, Animus. <laughs> uh, appreciate that. I wonder if I should disavow or something. <laughs> uh, I disavow, I guess. Um, Yenrik Yagola says, Senor Antonio Gancho, will you cover the battle of the Home Depot, Pleasanton, California location that occurred yesterday? Thank you for the question. I, uh, I might. I hadn't heard of it. Thank you for the tip. Yenrik Yagoda, Pleasanton, California. Sounds familiar. Ecusole bought a coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hague Hi, Hake. I don't know if this has ever, ever been discussed on your show. How do you feel about female bodybuilders? To quote, one of, to quote my junior high science teacher, seventh grade science teacher, I think they look obscene. <laughs> uh, but I don't necessarily think that. I, but I think that it's a little... To use a black or a woman word, extra. Is that a black word or a woman word or both? Extra. I think it's a little extra. In my opinion, I think they're unattractive, goes on Ecusole. And unnatural looking. Duh. Apparently this is an unpopular opinion as I received a lot of hate on a subreddit recently. There's a bunch of liberals on Reddit. Black lesbian gamers and Zoomers think they know everything. He says, women aren't supposed to have... V-shaped torsos or thighs that can <laughs> crush a man's head like a grape. He says, I had no idea many of these women take not only steroids, but chemical cocktails containing uh, beta blockers, HGH, human growth hormone, insulin, diuretics, and anti-wasting HIV drugs. The short-term effects don't stop them. They become so competitive and determined to win a title, they'll put up with shrinking uh, breast size. Sorry, kids having to shave off their 5 o'clock shadows, hypertension, and loss of libido. The long-term effects are baldness, weight gain, depression, deepening of the voice, and being on the verge of a heart attack or stroke. I'm told that all bodies are beautiful, though, says Ecusole. Yeah, I'm not for that. That's, it's counterproductive. It's not even healthy, as you pointed out. It's, uh, and it's not even attractive. You know, a certain amount of muscle is good. yes. Be strong, be fit, be functional. I'm for that. 
uh, even lifting the little weights there, fine, yes. But uh, as with anything, moderation, self-regulation, very nice. Thanks again, uh, Ecusole and uh, Yenrik Yagoda and Animus, Animus. <laughs> An Africant nation gave a tip over on uh, Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash the heat report. I'm getting tired of hearing my voice. I'll get to calls right away. There seems to be a disproportionately small number of black engineers, scientists, and doctors. Just too many Africants in this world, says Africant nation. Thank you. Thank you. Evil is real. <laughs> I'm, I'm speculating that that's evil is real. Uh, funny, man. Nice to hear from you. Appreciate it. Oh, Asmodor gave a... I neglected to... I am remiss in not reading this earlier. Gave a super chat on Odyssey. Put Tony from California and Hake on an Arctic expedition and see who is superior. <laughs> nice. Nice. Because we were talking about, uh, oh, who's superior and taking the sun for hours and hours and hours. So then you belonged in the fields, Tony. Greenwall says, Hassan, why did your family leave Iraq? Asks Greenwall. Do you have an answer for that off, offhand or decline to answer? Uh, yeah, my, my grandfather uh, was in the parliament pre-Saddam Hussein. And Saddam came and killed my grandfather. And my father and his like 17 brothers and sisters um, left with their mother and became like political refugees. There you have it. That's why his family left Iraq. Yeah. Iraq. The Saddam dictatorship. Yeah. Was it, was, did Saddam personally okay that or was it his regime that did that? Yeah, it was the regime in the middle of the night, but it was okayed because he was uh, part of the government at the time. He was part of the parliament. And a sort of a dissident against Hassan, I mean, against uh, Saddam. Saddam. Um, he, Saddam, I don't. From what I understand, Saddam didn't really give anyone time to be. Oh, to uh, dissident. He didn't wait and see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, quite possible. Yeah, he 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 kind of like yeah. Interesting, man. So that's why his family left uh, Greenwall. Yeah, appreciate that, Hassan. M- Marge Green, Marge T Green's arms are bigger than yours, Hankster says. DJ on Paul. <laughs> and I can't even do those butterfly pull-ups. Uh, maybe I could I could as a kid, and as a younger man, maybe I'll build up to it to be able to do those butterfly CrossFit pull-ups that people laugh at, but they're legitimate. They're not normal pull-ups, but they're, and they look sort of funny, but it's energetic, and it's good to be able to have mobility. <laughs> Thank you, whatever, DJ Jean, Jean-Paul. <laughs> Oh, man. Artie Art's been on hold forever. I got to get to him, man. Art from Ohio. Thanks for holding, man. Appreciate you. Go what's ahead. Up? Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Doing fine. Thank you. All right. First thing first. Did you hear about the, uh, did you hear about, uh, dang, you got to me so fast. I... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you hear about the CCP trying to open up factories in uh, Michigan? I had not heard about that. I, it, nothing surprises me anymore, though. It sounds par for the course with the Chinese people. So it's like, okay, well, I was thinking about it. You know, I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm against any, uh, 
any form of uh, uh, immigration or whatnot, but I find it awfully funny that you uh, you let the cartels, everybody else come up from all these other different uh, ethnicities or whatnot. But you have a problem with the uh, CCP coming over here or whatnot? Or I know. Good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. We have people who are in America and even so-called American citizens who are disloyal to the First and Second Amendment and to they don't love black Americans. They don't love white Americans. They don't love men. They don't really love women. They kiss up to them. They don't love children or unborn babies. And then we're worried about, oh, the Chinese, the Chai Coms. Based Chai Coms, I'm fine. I mean, they are bad. I don't want them either. But, uh, so I use the term loosely. But you're right. That's selective. Very selective enemy on your, on the enemies. The true enemy is not China. It's within. Yeah. It's China's an enemy too, I, I would say, yes. But. Yeah. So check, I mean, it's like, well, okay, you got uh, a lot of these asylum seekers or whatnot and these uh, people fleeing these persecution from a lot of, even you can go, even to go to say, as far as Hassan or whatnot. All that stuff that was created to where uh, Saddam was acting like how he was acting, if I'm not mistaken, that ain't no different than that old dude or whatnot. America was nitpicking, and that's when they was in bed with Saddam Hussein. Then they turned on him, and they made him, uh, they ended up making him, I ain't gonna say it, they made him, he played a part in his uh, own destruction too, for even getting in bed with America, but it turned around and... If, I'm not, I ain't going to say it made him paranoid, but, you know, if he's on the run like that or whatnot, and knowing that just like how they trying to do Putin or whatnot, trying to uh, sabotage and get his own people over there to uh, dethrone him and uh, kill him and get him out of uh, out of his position as the dictator over oh, Russia, yeah. is that the, that's the same thing they were trying to do to Saddam. So, of course, that's going to make him uh, crazy and irrational. That's so a really good point. It's, it's two devils fighting, and you're provoking them worse. Whereas if we had yeah. a man like Trump in charge, who's a man of peace, but he's not a man above threats, and it's good to threaten evil people sometimes, then it, it keeps peace. Because Trump yeah. was—we had peace, rel, m- relatively speaking, under Trump on the world stage so, compared so, to okay. nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So— but- so basically, you causing these problems, and then yeah, you bringing the problems over here to America. Yeah. All right. So remember, I don't know. If, I don't, it wasn't your show. I think it was next. I was saying, well, the Chinese they could fly over here with not, and they drop a whole bunch of troops. I'm pretty sure they got technology where they got planes that can get over here in no time or whatnot. But if I'm not speculating, if I'm speculating, right, they wouldn't have to fly nobody over here because the only thing they would have to do is say we uh. A whole bunch of Chinese people would keep having to say, oh, we seeking asylum. Can we just come over to America? That's all you really got to say and act like you just uh, coming over there to work or whatnot. And you already got in, insurgents already over here. Let, I know. Let alone, I heard that, uh, that uh, there's a whole bunch of Chinese down there in Mexico or whatnot. That they were saying on Fox News this way for Title 42, like, I think they said like 1,400, 2,000 in, in a camp down there in Mexico, waiting for Title 42 to drop, and they coming right on over here across the border. So, with, I mean, Michigan in America basically trying to keep the Chinese Communist uh, Party out of Michigan 
it is it's pointless. They gonna get over here anyway. Y'all letting everybody else over here anyway. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I mean, you uh, you uh, uh, the Mexicans is coming over here and they 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 starting illegal business as far as fentanyl selling fentanyl to your American kids. But you don't want the Chinese Communist Party to come over here and open up plans to where people can work in these plans. And I'm and no. I'm against it. But I'm just saying, right. This is how this is how stupid. White and Black Americans are. Yeah, it don't. It don't. It don't even make sense. Then changing, uh, changing up. I'm gonna change two, two subjects real quick, and then you know, okay. wrap it up. The dude who I was a 16 year old dude. I was talking about just because a person plays a saxophone, or <laughs> he know. dribbles a ball, or catches a ball good on a wrestling team, or maybe in a spell, a spelling bee champion. Don't mean that he don't com- he don't commit crime. Right. And I want to clear. And I want to clear some up. I, what I was saying about yesterday, I, I'm not saying the dude, black dude, is guilty or whatnot. I'm, I'm, I'm a conservative, and I'm a, uh, I'm, uh, I have common sense to know that you got to let all the facts and the evidence and everything play out to hear both sides or whatnot. And just like you was just playing on them clips or whatnot, if anything, the old man is the, the victim. He's right. vulnerable. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's basically like a baby. At that age, you're yeah. like a baby. True. Or whatnot. Yeah, he, I mean, he's going to be over. Yeah, for, very frail. Yep. And everybody knows. Everybody knows this or whatnot. But it's, it's just this racist narrative that they trying to push or whatnot. Yeah. And uh, just like you said earlier, I want to know. I want to see where all these uh, feminine voters is uh, at. I want to talk. I want to hear what they how they talk and what they talking about. Why? What's what's their logic? Well, I really do and I really don't because I already know. But I like I like to hear from these Joe sleepy creepy Joe Biden voters or whatnot for the simple fact that you when how, what's the what's the the age limit to. Where somebody dies, I, I thought the age limit, the average age limit to where somebody dies is uh, what about eighty years old? Yeah, a, a lot of men die at eighty. So you I mean to right. tell me you you put somebody in office that are basically on a deathbed? <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. And and Sleepy Joe does not have the energy that he used to. Thanks. Yeah. So so also did you? And that's something else I was saying about France. France or whatnot a while ago back on your show or whatnot is that we've been in bed with them since the Revolutionary War. And they traded on America that fast over some oil or the uh the oh, Chinese yeah. dollar right. And did you hear that uh did uh did, in Ukraine they just found out they had uh, nuclear I, I didn't watch the clip, but it was on a show that I watched on YouTube where they were saying that it's coming out that uh they had new. They would have a nuclear lab over there that they uh, was in Ukraine. Okay. Did you hear? Yeah, I did they not. had a nuclear. Not only, not only biological. You know, messing with that COVID stuff and trying to make warfare like stuff like that. But no, they had like nuclear power plant type stuff over there in Ukraine. Really? Yeah. I've heard stuff. I've heard a little bit like that. You know, because the. Um... And nuclear power plants are a good thing, to be honest. Well, I guess basically what they try—I mean, power plants is—but I'm, th- I'm thinking they saying like uh, something to where they trying to develop a nuclear weapon. Oh, I had not heard that. Yeah, I yeah, had not heard that. That's, that's what they—that's what they saying. I just seen the clip yesterday or whatnot, but who knows? Yeah, that's pretty much all. 
that's pretty much all I wanted to uh, bark at you about. But, you know, go ahead. I'll catch up with you later. I ain't going to take up too much of your time. All right, Art. Thank you, man. Take care. Hey, uh, hey tell him we still rolling with Trump. Indeed we are. <laughs> take care. Hey, one, one more thing, too. A shout-out to Mike Lindell and all the uh, the true conservatives and whatnot, the good uh, the good people out there fighting the good fight, man. We ain't forgot about you. My main man, Jim Jordan. I'll catch you later. Hey. All right. Bye. All right, buddy. Oh, uh, let me get to Matthew from Caught in the Middle, who who interviewed Hake not long ago out of Florida. Matthew, with one T. Matthew, how you hey, doing, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Going well. Uh, how about you? Good, good, good. Hey, man, I uh, posted a couple pictures there on your Twitter a bit ago, um, talking about the gentleman talking about the electric cars earlier. Yes, uh, William was my first caller. I think talked about the electric cars. Yeah, he was kind of all over the place there, man. He talked about the weight of cars and the average weight of the electric car and this or that. I mean, did the gentleman forget that there's pickup trucks in the world? Right, pickup trucks are quite, I mean, and those are getting bigger and bigger and heavier and heavier. That's true. Right. Yeah. I mean, did he forget, you know, semis, buses, pickup trucks? Now, buses and semis don't occupy those, uh, those parking structures. There was a parking structure that collapsed in New York. So right, that's, right. So, so, like, the roads should be able to handle anything, I guess. Local yeah, roads. I, but anyway. I actually looked up uh, um, a report on that to a, a paper, an article that was written. Yeah. And apparently they take account of the amount of vehicles that, you know, utilize that parking area. And apparently there were, like, 17 extra vehicles up there. <laughs> 17 extra than, than are uh, than, supposed to be allowed? like, the capacity of it, correct. That's, that, and that's not even that many. But that's a, I mean, but to be over, overcrowded at 17 more, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot of weight. It is a lot of weight, right. but it's not that much that it should have collapsed the thing. That's like a 70 year old, uh, parking area, wow. uh, a, a city that, you know, as we know, falling apart anyway. Yeah. The battery, I'm seeing, I'm seeing your thing. A battery is 1200 pounds on these electric yeah. cars. That yeah, is huge. huge. Yeah. They make up like 25% of the weight of the entire car. Wow. That's that's wild to think about. Yeah. Interesting, man. I Yeah, um he makes a good point about the we don't we're not set up at this point to do all electric and oh, it's no. And uh I don't I think that these people are too fast, too controlling, too um you know, it's like a control freak thing. The government wants to push this on everybody. Oh, get it, yeah, go electric. Yeah, that's narrative, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's very political. There's definitely a political ideology behind it, absolutely. Right. But the good thing is um, human beings are adaptive and can make the best out of any situation, which is what we should do, regardless of whether they're right or wrong to do it. And, right. And improve. Like... YouTube has is very censorious. They censor a lot, and mm-hmm. it it makes you sharper to have to follow their ridiculous and capricious rules. Makes you sharp, <laughs> and you can make it entertaining. But anyway, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, also, you did inquire with him, saying, "Hey, don't we use coal for power plants?" And he said, "No," and that's also absolutely false. <laughs> we do use like, coal to build to make electricity because of the for power plants. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes, 100%, man. You have to have the coal. The coal goes into this uh I don't know what it's called, but it creates a bunch of heat 
Yeah. And like river water's running underneath it. So the, the water's cooled down, creating steam. Wow. And then the steam goes out in the form of power through whatever lines they call those. I can't remember what they're called. But yeah, most most of our if, if it's not a, a nuclear power plant or it's not powered by solar energy, then it's you know it's a coal power power plant. Okay. Now nuclear is great, I hear, as long as it's upkept properly. Yeah. And yeah, we need capable, non-corrupt, totally competent, and uh, attentive people to pay attention so that there's not a meltdown. And then uh, nuclear will be the best form of energy because it's doesn't require as much, uh, and it's cleaner, right? Yeah, it's cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah from what I understand. That's what I've heard, too. Yeah, I'm just relaying yeah. stuff that I've heard. I have no idea about this stuff. <laughs> too much uh, too much academia. Yeah. In your words, for, for me there. Right. <laughs> leave, that <to> the, <laughs> leave that to the engineers. But a bunch of these engineers are a bunch of liberals, too, so it's hard to know. Anyway. Uh Interesting, man. So yes, yeah. they the uh, they are relying on coal, even when they're uh, doing this electric car stuff. <laughs> yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I mean, hear that oil is not this horrible thing that they're pretending that it is. And now more than ever, it's it's not this horrible thing that they're pretending it is. But well, I, I mean, know. you even have like the leading you know, vehicle manufacturers, especially with electric cars like Tesla for Elon, you even have Elon coming out and saying, look, you cannot stop producing oil right now. You, we have to keep oil. We have to keep combustion engines. Yeah. No one can make enough vehicles for the people right now. Like, we don't even know what we're doing with the batteries yet. We need a company to deal with those. Yeah. Like, we need to keep combustion engines, like, you know, for the foreseeable future. We have to have it. Isn't it interesting? I, it's like Democrats, which are the, most of the ones who are doing this, are too quick to rush to these uh, false solutions because they're too, I don't know if it's because they're too panicky about the, the false problems of climate change. Because I'm not saying that it's entirely false. I'm saying that they're, they're too quick to rush to, oh, it's this horrible thing. And same thing with the virus, the China virus. It was I believe it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as they were pretending. And so they were too quick to rush into the forcing the vax on people. Too quick to do the uh, go to a green energy and electric vehicles and metal and stuff. And I mean, I think that they're just appealing. They're appealing to, to some crowd that goes into this all love, no hate, but full of hate. Yeah. Uh, society that did vote for them. I mean, it's, it's all geared toward that. I don't think they believe anything they say. Um, some of them do, I mean, but you're right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot. Of, yeah, like, de- like, come on, Joe Biden. Do you think he really be- supports like the emotionally? He may support the transgender and and so called gay, so called community, but he was he's an old man, and old men didn't grow up this believing this mumbo jumbo. But I mean, we have we have Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we have both of them behind the microphone, like all the way up until like 2004 ish. Right. Um, marriage between they're a behind man the and microphone woman. saying man and a woman. Right. Marriage is reserved for man and women. So on and so forth. Evidently, they, they didn't believe it. that either. <laughs> Evidently, they didn't. They don't believe anything. They're just. Uh, they go with the flow for power. 
I think. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, man, um, listen, I wanted to, I really want to talk about last night's debate. Okay. The Second Amendment debate. Let's go man, for it. When you take those, man, you got to go a little harder. Like, you know, that's kind of an important thing. It is. Amendment. It is. I, you know, there were that things. like old hate to come out on those. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so do, I don't know if you heard my, um, when I was reading the Super Chats from Base America First, I sort of went into the, like, the armed women and moral people don't commit murder, but they mm-hmm. love for everybody to be immoral, and then they have an excuse to take the guns. And yeah. uh, you were, you sent me a, well, you sent a couple of Super Chats last night on Modern yeah, Day Debate. I was trying debate. to get a point across without spending 50 bucks. <laughs> right, <laughs> I know, because you have limited number of words. You would, you, yeah. uh... You messaged me about um, gun crimes and il- illegal guns. 78% of gun crimes are committed by illegal owners. If we yep. didn't have the gun rights, uh, we have the government would take more than uh, take more of our rights away much quicker than have we if we had no yeah. guns rather than if we had guns, you're saying. Yeah, last night I sent in the three different super chats, third one trying to iterate upon the first two. Okay. And the argument I was making, which, you know, is on the Second Amendment side, um, is he jumps argument centered around, um, well, why is the government still infringing upon your rights even though you have guns? And right. my argument is that the government never, like, the government's not going to come out today and say the Second Amendment is now deleted, it's canceled. Or getting rid of it, First Amendment, you know, they're never going to do that. Right. Because we have guns. Yeah. However, they'll say, hey, you know, we're taking away, you, in order for you to have an automatic rifle, we're going to make you buy this other thing and take an extra class and pay us more money. Right. They're chipping or, away at um, it. Then they're brainwashing. No more bump stocks or, you know, they're going to keep infringing upon it in minor ways yeah. to the point where it's completely dissolved. Yeah. But they'll never come outright and do it, like, in one step because right. we have guns. Yeah. Good point. And because we are not, as a society, as a, as a whole, so brainwashed as to surrender them, but they are brainwashing more and more and emotionalizing more and more and more people. But you and I would never do, we'll never say never, but you and I would never commit a, a mass murder or a murder, and we're right. the ones who should be trusted with these things. It's like they don't want us to be independent men and self-sufficient and able to take care of ourselves. Part of the reason that we don't get invaded in America is because, I've heard, one of these Asian countries that was against us in the past didn't invade, I heard, because a lot of homeowners have guns so they can protect themselves and their own country. um, When I was getting prepared for Iraq, my second tour, uh, we did not have enough uh, commissioned officers for every section that was going over. We had to have one per section. Yeah. So a lot of us non-commissioned officers had to be put in the positions of officers. And so you have to go through this this fast-track school thing for three or four weeks. Yeah. Where they kind of run you through, like, a very brief course of what a commissioned officer would go through in school, but they fast-track you through it. And you have to learn about history and battle planning and all these various things they go through. And, um... One of the things that comes up n- numerous times within this two-day period of time uh, with one of the classes is that you're right. People don't attack America because if you think, or if we think about it, we just went to Baghdad. We, we go to Iraq. 
and we're fighting house to house. Yeah. Because people have guns and it sucks. Yeah. And they don't have, you know, one quarter of the amount of guns, rifles that we have in America. So if you were to, you know, take over America, you'd virtually have to destroy everything because otherwise you're going to fight house to house and there's just, you can't. Right. You can't do it. It's not possible. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe today because, I, you know, people are getting really soft, but. I heard that uh, our military, our guys were arming the, you know, the decent people, if you will, the decent civilians in either one of those Middle Eastern countries like Iraq or Afghanistan to, mm-hmm. to, be, to be able to defend themselves and take care of themselves because it was like crazy. Like they, they were at risk. So they would give them AKs. Is that true? I think I heard that. Had you heard that? Um, yes, yes and no. We would um, stack the AKs. And yes, like they had, the civilians had to go through a process in order to get, you know, a okay. rifle. Yeah. But yes, they would be redistributed back to the community. Nice. Um, in, in some mannerism. I, I never took part in it, but I, I do know it happened. Right. Um, because we want I mean, them that, to be self-sufficient. We don't want to be babysitting them and protecting them the whole time. Right. I, I just, I was never for that program. Okay. Um, I, as much as I like it, like yeah. the idea behind it. Right. I was never for it for the same reason I wasn't for handing over American, you know, equipment to the same people. Right. True. Because this is a a, a country of people who've lived, you know, in fear right. for so long that 20 years spent there isn't going to be long enough to get those generations of people out. Yeah. And get the new people in. And same thing happened, right? We left. And everything went into the hands of, you know, the insurgents. Yeah, the Taliban. I mean, they literally just laid down. There was no fighting at yeah. all from this million-man army we just trained, the Iraqi army, the yeah. IA. Uh, the IA. It just laid down in lines and let good, them kill them all. Good point, man. Yeah, you so, have to let people suffer and fight for, their, fight for themselves. You don't spoil them and take care of them and then expect them to yeah. be able to push them out of the nest and and fly on their own. <laughs> uh, yeah, and T-Jump's other argument laid around, you know, uh, well, they took away the guns in these places and look at the lack of crime there. And then you, all you see is other weapons being used. Right. Uh, in committing mass crime. Right. I mean, and then the, and then the innocent... Stab seven people. And the innocent people are defenseless, especially women. That's partly why I brought women, women up, because... It's like a great equalizer. It's a like a good defense against uh, against evil. Like a, a woman can defend herself against a a, a big bigger male with a gun if she has a gun. And same thing yeah. with the innocent people. And I heard uh, from Sean Hannity that more crime is stopped with guns than is committed with guns. I don't know if that's true. I, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but uh, I don't know about that statistic. But I've I've heard him say it over the last ten years when I at least ten years ago when I was listening to his radio show, um, and I believe that the, I believe that there is a lot of of uh, crime that's prevented without even firing a shot. Right. So and he he also really likes to bring up these countries, you know, no guns, lack of crime. He didn't talk about the melee offensives and stuff that happened otherwise. But right. The two European company, uh, companies, countries, we didn't bring up were Finland and I think, was it Switzerland? Oh, yeah. Where, like, people own guns in every household. They're told to own guns. They're practically given guns. Yeah. And there's no crime because everybody owns guns. 
Right. They know that everyone has a gun. But and, no one commits crimes because everyone has a gun. And they're more of a homogenous society. They're like white and, and, um, and like a culture that's more calm. Anger is not pushed. Division is not pushed. Uh, unchecked immigration is from, uh, you know, these countries that, that turn around and hate the whites, for example, is not as rampant in those countries. And so you it's like, be careful though, because atheism is like, uh, true, the number one quote unquote religion there. I know, but even <laughs> still, like, it's a, it's a, it's a more, those are still like, those countries are sort of leftover Christian. Don't they have crosses on their, on their flags? They're like atheists, but they're like Christian cultured atheists. Yeah. They're not well, like, uh, that were conquered by the British in the past and there's still remnants there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, <laughs> well, man. Appreciate your call, Matthew. It's good to hear from you. Caught in the middle. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. We got the click. That's caught in the middle 0823. Man. Guys, we're at... Let me briefly get to Dan in Wisconsin... Uh, for like one minute or two minutes, Dan, Dan in Wisconsin, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, I I can give you like one minute to respond on this. You wanted to talk about the T jump debate. Yeah, I can call tomorrow on that. No, no. Did you, what, did you have a quick comment that you wanted to put out there? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just bothers me when people tout science and facts, like it's their own religion without any kind of social moral compass or ability to have, like, a discernment. Yes. And, like, I don't know, it just it's just ridiculous to me because we look at all the, what we went through in the last two years, like, come on, really? Still worship science and facts and statistics? Good point. <laughs> yeah. You know how, I don't know, I just thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, statistics. I think he did well with all the YouTube. Thank you, man. Yeah, statistics are not necessarily logical. You're not looking at the whole picture. Immoral people commit murder, and so let's fix the morals of the people rather than take away the rights of the moral people just for the, just for the sake of taking away the rights of the immoral people, you know? Uh, but he, he's not about morality or, or real um, getting at the root of the issue. He's just shallow in addressing the symptom. He said it's the quickest way to deal with it. And it may be, I don't know if it's the quickest he, way, but the quick way is not the right way. No. No. <laughs> yeah. I love you're like, oh, you got to check your ego or something at the end. I was like, yeah, I should have said that sooner. Oh, yeah. But I, I, missed, like, I wasn't talking to T-Jump. I was talking to somebody else. But Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking to him. No. I was like, I, yeah, that's true. But it, <laughs> I suppose it is true of T-Jump, too. But no, I was talking to, there's somebody oh, who's just oh. out of control. He's he's more of a, like a debate me bro person who's super chatted, but Uh-oh. but no, it oh, is cool. that's true of of T Jump as well. He's uh, he, I don't know. I I don't think of him as as malicious as some of these other people. I think of him as a little bit more honest, but honestly misguided, and that's not yeah. a good thing. Yep. 
He's for the transgenders. For sure, man. He's for the transgenders transitioning because it helps their sense of well-being, according to the statistics. So that tells you where where statistics will take him. Mm. So, yeah, garbage. Yeah, true. Oh well. I appreciate you. Can, if you have more to say, you can call in tomorrow too, Dan. I just I have to rush you off. Yeah, no, no problem. Take care, man. It's good to hear from you. You too, Hank. All right. Later. Bye. Oh, man, Lucas, call me tomorrow. Lucas from Los Angeles wants to talk about humility and Christianity. Man, call me tomorrow. I'll get to you right away, and maybe, hopefully. And uh, Tony in California wanted to talk about some mess in the rest of the callers. You got to listen to some Christian children's music now. This is Mary Rice Hopkins running for the prize. It's a fan favorite, and it's one of my favorites, one of her classics. Um, it's Christian, guys. Uh, thanks, and adios, America. Bye. I'm a man.